DJ Podcast, David James. How are you doing? Uh, this episode is kind of, sort of, inspired by, um, <clears throat> it's kind of, sort of, inspired by a, a question that was asked to me on TikTok, or it was a comment that was, that was kind of asked on, on TikTok, and the, the, the TikTok comment that was, it was on a, uh, atheist, an atheist video, and I just want to want to take you through, um, you know, kind of my thoughts now about atheism as I move off of atheism, especially like right now. <laughs> you know, like, like I, it's strange. I can't even imagine being a, a complete atheist anymore. Um, and I, I, I definitely can't imagine being a structured religion person at all like that just that just almost seems kind of painful you know just just kind of thinking about the the structured religion thing and it's and people and i'm gonna kind of break down i'm gonna break down kind of like my different thoughts of of why why i have changed over time and I was talking to, uh, having these conversations, uh, text conversations with people on, on the, in the TikTok, uh, comments, and, um, you know, he said, give me, give me proof of, of God existing. Now, I understand that in the TikTok comments, he was, he was thinking, um, of the religious form of God, which is something that, um, I can't really relate to it all but it, it's strange now that I've I've kind of come across and being more of a spiritual person it's strange that I have um, I'm now getting hit with the same questions that I used to get hit or that I used to try and hit people with uh, when I would say say like why why do you believe in this religion and and this and that like prove to me prove to me god exists you know that's that's always something like give me give me some proof give me something something tangible that i that i hold on to and i i think to myself uh that was that was me always always kind of asking for proof always kind of asking for for this asking for this or that and when i think about I, I like to think about where I came from and how I used to be like that. Like, show me the proof. Show me the evidence. And I stop and think to it, think to myself now. <clears throat> what I kind of think to myself now is what, what evidence would I have taken? What evidence would I have said to myself? Boy, I, I now believe in God, especially when I was considering myself to be a straight atheist or um an, an agnostic atheist that was that was how I would define myself for a long time and the agnostic atheist part of me especially said well how how can there be nothing you know that was that was always that was always my thought how can there be nothing the chicken and the egg what came first you know the soul or the universe <laughs> it's kind of like how does where does consciousness come from 
Is it literally just something inside your brain? I would say no. It's something that comes from your soul. It comes from um, it comes from your highest self. It comes from your soul. And our brains are almost like antennas, right? And so I sometimes think like, boy, our, our thoughts, our past experiences are kind of kind of um, coming from our soul. And then I hear. Recently, I hear about the acoustic records, and the acoustic records, very simply put, is kind of like a a library for the souls. It's all the information. It's 14 billion years old, or as old as is all the records can possibly go, of everything that's ever happened in time. <laughs> it's like the ultimate records, the records of time, basically. And people have, uh, spiritual people will say that they have um, <clears throat> tapped into the acoustic records and gotten and gotten um, information uh, from that and pulled information from the acoustic records and stuff like that. And I think if you would have told me this as an atheist, I said, "But where's your proof? Where's your proof?" And these days, my biggest response to that is, why do you keep asking me? <laughs> Meaning, if you're, if you're a true atheist, then why do you keep asking the question? Because currently, um, I would say that some of it can't, no, it's not, it's, none of it can be fully proven something that I can take, take you to, right? It's, it, it can't be fully proven uh, to a point where I can fly you somewhere or take you somewhere, and it's totally just going to be um, it's, it's, here's here's the proof. But then I would also say that um, in order for me to show it to you, you have to give it a try, right? You have to start thinking this way in order for me to prove it to you. Right? You can't you can't just continuously say where's the proof? Where's the proof? And and I say, well, well, you just kind of have to believe, or you just kind of have to uh, listen to your inner self. You just kind of have to listen to your soul, you know. And and it's like, well, I don't. A, a true atheist would say, I don't believe in a soul. I don't believe believe in a creator. All right. <clears throat> if this is something that you truly don't believe in, is it, and this is something that you don't want to believe in, then I would say stop asking the question of what's the proof? Because I'm never going to be able to say something to you that um, will make you believe me. And I would also say if I have to force my beliefs upon you, then then why? <clears throat> then I must not believe in it myself. If I have to force something upon you, I must not believe it in myself. And that would be the same with with regular traditional um, regular traditional religion as well. Like like if I have to force these these um, uh, religious beliefs upon you, then then I must not believe it myself. Which is something that I think regular uh, traditional religion uh, struggles with, because you know they go door to door selling Bibles. You know those type. Uh, you know I, I've I've met religious people going door to door. Trying to trying to get me to follow Jesus when I would say, you know, Jesus never wanted you to follow him. Jesus wanted you to lead like him, 
do as Jesus would do. That's what I would say. I would say his real name was Yeshua. <laughs> you know, like like I can't go to a traditional religion because I just don't see how how you don't how how religious people can't see just how controlling a a religion can be <clears throat> when they should be guiding. Uh, you should be guiding the the religion the religion itself should be guiding you towards towards um the ultimate goal which in uh religion is to get to heaven right what's heaven not where is it but what is it and in my mind it's a fifth dimensional space it's a fifth dimensional space that you can't you can't visit in 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 3D <laughs> or in in 4D you know we can't we can't uh see this it's not something it's not something that we can see as a third dimensional being because you have to be a fifth dimensional being to see it so when people are asking me for proof what can i show them i can start where <clears throat> i can start where i started believe it or not where i think i started um would be occasionally hearing the dolores canon um uh, quotes the the past life uh the past life regression uh, hypnotic quotes and how so many so many of these uh, uh past life regression regressions evolve a lot of the same language a lot of the same words and verbiage is used a lot of people describe a lot of the same things um and and, and then it's like so where are all these memories being held where are the memories being held of all these past life regressions? Okay. Well, now that's kind of being answered to me. It's the answer is in the soul, in the acoustic record. These answers are are being soul um, held in your in your higher self. It's being held in in your soul. Your soul being just a giant energy force connected to the oversoul. The oversoul being the biggest energy force. And um, how can I prove that to you? I, I don't know. I can't prove it to you. I would say, why are you asking me the question? If you're an atheist, why are you sitting there asking me the question? Prove it, prove it, prove it. Why do you want me to prove it? Are you just trying to reconfirm your own thoughts of... <clears throat> are you just trying to reconfirm your own thoughts of nothingness? It, look, if, if, if all you want to do is reconfirm your own thoughts of nothing, then uh, here you go. I can't. I can't prove it to you. I can put together all these thoughts and theories that I have and, and come up with a pretty reasonable explanation of everything. Right? I can, I can, put, together, I can put together a whole story and a whole um, idea and, 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 and even put some science in there for you. With quantum entanglement, quantum physics, uh, helping me explain some of the how do you talk to your oversoul so quickly? Quantum entanglement, right? How do you how do you do all these things? You know, um, a lot of atheists, I would say, believe in in parallel universes. I would say a lot of atheists believe that there's a chance that we can be in a simulation. First of all. First of all, a, a atheist needs to say to me, um, <clears throat> they 100% don't believe that we're in a simulation. That's where an atheist has to has to start. When I say prove, prove to me that you're an atheist, how about that? 
prove to me that you're an atheist. Do you believe? Do you do you believe that um, <clears throat> you're even even if there is a one percent chance that you believe that we can be in a simulation? In my mind, that means that there's a one percent chance that you believe in a creator. And really, honestly, one percent chance. If you believe in a in a matrix-like creator, like we live in that simulation, to me that's a one percent chance that you can believe in a soul, <laughs> right? Prove to me, prove to me that we're in a simulation. How can we prove that? Technically, a very successful simulation. You can't prove that you're in a simulation. That's part of being in a simulation is that you think that you're not in a simulation, right? So you could be sitting there going, how can I prove to you that, that, that we're in a simulation? You also can't prove that we're not in a simulation, right? There's, there's, no, way, there's no way to prove that. Does this simulation allow for free will? Can a simulation, if it was successfully created, does that allow for free will? I would say currently we are in a biological simulation. We are in a third dimension, fourth dimensional biological, fourth dimension being space and time. So we are living in a fourth fourth dimensional, um, in, a, in the fourth dimension as a third dimensional being. Uh, we're just like barely in the fourth dimension, you know, <laughs> kind of like, kind of like a cross mixture of it, space and time. Anyways, we're a third dimensional being sitting on a third dimensional rock going through a third dimensional uh, universe and solar system. And you want me to try and perceive something of, of fifth dimension, right? <laughs> you want me to prove that some fifth dimension exists? But yet you're a person that believes in parallel universes and multi-dimensions, Right, so I would say that we are a biological simulation, um, feeling the experience of third dimension. Right, and for some reason that makes sense to me. Some reason that that is something that that I can, I can get behind. Right, it, it feels, it feels right. Why does it feel right? I don't know. It just, it just does. And ever since, ever since I started this this whole spiritual journey, and I'm gonna make another podcast explaining this night <clears throat> because it went going deeper into this night I just had because they we went so deep into certain spirituality things. Once again, I went out playing pool, and I overhear a conversation of exactly exactly what we're talking about there's this guy at this bar he he says it all the time he goes he goes um we're each going to experience each life on this planet <laughs> and sometimes you know i could believe that to be a path for a soul i don't necessarily believe it's a path for my soul to experience every life on this planet maybe maybe experience every type of life on this planet but I, I just feel like I, I'm going to do a continuation of my timeline, of the me timeline. And experience my different um, versions of me through, through this timeline, right? I, I think when I die, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wake up and decide to come back to Earth and just continue kind of where I, from where I died 
to 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 just continue on to where 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 I left off. And I'm gonna see I'm gonna see the outcome of, of everything that I'm working towards. You know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if I died and then heard my own podcast? <laughs> Only in another life. I I guess that's not possible because who would maintain who would maintain the the website, right? I gotta before I die before I die if I if I continue this podcast, then why not? I mean I love doing it. So let's say I have like 40 years of podcasting ahead of me, and it, it actually blooms into what I want. I, I gotta I gotta buy a, a lifetime subscription uh, to um to to the to the podcast hosting site, right? <clears throat> or maybe someone loves it and saves saves it. Or or maybe you find maybe I find my computer in a. Uh, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if I find this computer? Like in a uh, in a resale shop, and it has all these episodes on it <laughs> of me talking. But I'm in a different lifetime, boy. Boy, that would be fucking crazy, wouldn't it? But anyways, <laughs> back to the original story. So I was at the bar, and I overhear this person going talking about living multiple lives of everybody here on this planet. And then and then um, I started talking to to this girl. Uh, and we're talking about, about atoms, uh, being the soul, right? That, I think it's a, this will, this will be the podcast for the next day. Like the next podcast I do is a tree, a sentient being is, is the, is the table a sentient being? What, what is, what is an atom? What is a soul made out of? Is a soul made out of atoms? Are atoms really souls? Like, like what? Okay, so we were having all these deep, deep moments. Once again, it's gonna be the next podcast, I think. The one after, the one after this one. <clears throat> I want to just go back to kind of the journey of of my spirituality here. So, like I was saying, I keep meeting these people that keep reconfirming what I'm thinking. It's just so weird. It's like the the deeper I go into it, the the more. The more I love it, the more I, I believe it, the more I believe in myself in believing it, <laughs> you know? And I, I I think back to an atheist day and go, boy, that wouldn't be proof. Nothing nothing I'm dealing with now would be would be tangible proof enough for me to say, Yeah, yeah, this this soul thing uh can can really happen. What's your proof of a soul? Right? Can you prove to me that there's a soul? That's what an atheist would say. And <clears throat> I've always said, I've always said that that's the weird part to me. Where does consciousness come from? Where does where does I, our identities come from? Because if I was born, if I was born ten miles over uh, from my hometown that I grew up in Illinois, if I was born ten miles over. I would have never went to the school that I went to. I would have never met the, my friends that I met. My entire life would have been shifted and, and changed uh, in so many different ways. There's a chance I, I would have met my ex-wife. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Like All these things are connected. My personality is connected to my hometown. What if I was born in a different state? What if I was born in the Deep South? <laughs> the, the, the Deep South is much different than Illinois. You know, as far as religion and politics and everything, personalities go. 
What if I was born on the other side of the world? What if I was born in, in Africa? What if I was born in Australia? All these, all these, um, what if I was born in Iraq or Iran, right? Places of this world where religions are pretty much set in stone that you have to be this religion. A lot of times different parts of the country, different parts of the world don't have the ability to have so many religions. It's one of the things that I do love about the United States. I love about, I love how we have um, choices to be whatever religion you want, you know? The, the fact that you can even be an atheist. Now, sometimes in this country, it does feel like our rights are, are being infringed on. And that could be sad. But in general, I'm walking around and I can say and do what I want as far as religion. You know, and that's that's why that's why I, I've always wanted uh, church and state to be separated. Because, <clears throat> and I mean church of all churches, <laughs> And laws that churches make, uh, religions make. All religions need to be separated from the government. Because I don't want any, I don't want any uh, religious values to be writing laws. Right? That was that was always a huge thing of being an atheist. I don't want any, I don't want any religious values being a law. You know what I mean? Like to to me that just seems that just seems crazy to have religious values. Who's who's religious values? Which then goes into the next atheist argument. Which religion is right? Which one are you going to pick? And it's very hard. It was very hard to get over that hump. Because the idea of atheism is, is always like anti-religion. Which in general, like, like am I anti-religion? Or what? Like, 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 no. And I was always like, no, I don't want to necessarily be anti-religion. And then I was like, well, I'm kind of anti-super evangelical religions, right? And then I was just kind of like, boy, why can't religion use some science? <laughs> you know, why can't religion use science? You know, prove to me something. Something of your book is, is plausible. You know, that was, that, was always, that was always a big debate. But amongst all this, like, when I used to have the stance of atheism, I used to, I used to just constantly say, but I want... I want to believe in something. And I never understood why I wanted to believe in something, but I just wanted to believe in something. And I would I would do research with religions, I would try and try and figure out um what what parts then I just said, Oh, I'm gonna take different parts of religions that I just kinda like. You know what I mean? So just just different parts of religions I kinda like. And um you know, I I even did small research in the Satanic Bible. A little bit of research in that. And the one part of the, the Satanic Bible that I liked was saying that you are the most powerful being. And the Satanic Bible goes a lot into um, you being the power. And it, it's, it's actually not as negative as you think it is. But I, I like that part of it. I like that I'm, I'm more powerful than that. It helps me get over my. It helped me get over my alcoholism. I'm more powerful than a glass of vodka, <laughs> right? That that was kind of of a huge thought that helped me get over my alcoholism. I can control. I can control the alcohol. The the alcohol. I can't let the alcohol control me. That was that was kind of a big, a big life change in my life. Like finally, finally getting to a point with drinking. That I can say, oh, but I'm comfortable with that. I don't care to have a drink. 
every night. <laughs> like I used to drink every single night. From like age 21 to 26, I drank almost every single night. It, it's somewhere in there. Like I, I always kind of think, was it 25 or 26 years old, 27? Something like that. I drank very heavily for those years. And those years had a lot of downs and a lot of ups, and a lot of it had to do with alcohol. So why am I why am I allowing alcohol to control my life? After all, I'm the living being. I should be able to control the alcohol, opposed to the alcohol controlling me. So that was a huge part of it. And then, and then one day I'm on TikTok and I see these Bashar, this Bashar guy come across, and his whole theory, the whole. It's not even a theory. It's just what he believes in, you know, I guess. You know, Bashar being the extra extraterrestrial channeling Daryl Inca. Um, <clears throat> saying things like, like, you exist. The definition of non-existence is non-existence. Meaning, nothing cannot exist. The definition of nothing is nothing, right? It's, so nothing can't not exist. Non-existence can't exist because the definition of non-existence is not existence so you can't have something that is non-existent so to me that meant um when i die that means that i continue living well how can that be well that's just your physical body eventually you just have that thought like oh that's your physical body dying well so that means that there has to be a soul so then i started asking my questions well what is a soul where is a soul how does the soul work what does it do? And I keep getting these answers and it just it just seems to match. It seems to really really fit what I'm looking for. And I, so so now now that's that's what I'm on. And I don't think there's any turning back. You know? It's what I believe in. It's what I feel. You know, I started doing the tarot cards and the oracle cards. And it's like, hmm, wow. Somehow I always flip cards that, that match with something. That I'm trying to figure out in my life. You know. And, and I just love it. Just co- connecting to my soul. Again. And and that's that's how I feel like I'm doing. I'm connecting to my soul. Uh, right now, the, the spirituality is really. Um, a religion of yourself. It's deep diving into. Into figuring out. What is the best you you can be. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and it's not following a book. Or a set of rules. It's simply just just um breaking down to your greatest passion your your highest excitement and doing that it's living your life um going with the flow it's it's completely trying to figure out why you think the way you think why are you the way you are identifying those identifying things that you consider to be a problem and taking that and and changing your mentality so these problems are no longer a problem right <laughs> then then realizing that conforming conforming to any religion is really just um putting a is really just putting a definition of this is what it must be right <clears throat> it's putting a limitation on on how how much of you you can search right is you have to realize that religions, all religions, from Christianity to the Satanic Bible, the Satanic Bible, to Judaism, to all these religions, they put limit even atheism. And I know, I know, atheism's not a religion. I get it, 
But the the idea of atheism even even puts the most limitations on you. This is all it is. This is all it is. You get to the end and boom, fade to black. It's like really? That's all it is? Boy, boy, that that just can't be. So and then just about everyone I talk to has this idea of multiple lives, multiple universes. Well, <laughs> if there's universes that is going on right now, if there's there's multiple universes with multiple versions of me living several different lives, then how could it be nothing after we die? It just doesn't make sense to me. Because I'm already saying there's multiple me's. Well, these multiple means are really just, it's a pinky toe of my soul. It's the, it's the, it's the fingernail of my soul. It's, it's the, it's the hair follicle of my soul. You know, it's, it's the tiniest bit of me is living a different life in a different planet and in a different universe. And then it's like parallel universes. Parallel universes are happening right now, right as we speak. All of them are happening at the same time. And then we move into um, time travel. What is time travel? It's really a dimensional jump. That's what UFOs are. <laughs> time traveling, dimensional jumping tools. That's what a UFO is, you know? And it's like, <clears throat> we, start to, we start to really uh, uh, figure out these new definitions of who we are and what we are. And it's like, yeah, the soul exists. It connects to us through our, our pineal our pineal gland in our brain, um, it, it it which is our third eye. Our third eye talks to our uh, <coughs> our third eye talks to us. It, it's the antenna. It's the antenna to our to our soul. Our soul is guiding us through this life, through this life of experience. It's it's figuring out the most you-ness that you can be. And it's such a positive message. Nothing about it is negative. All of it's a positive ne- message, you know. And it and it just makes sense. And and I just I just love it. I'm, I'm figuring more answers about everything, including myself. It's all involving myself, but I'm figuring more answers out about everything than I possibly can, and I ever have <laughs> believing in anything else. But everything led to this moment. That's another thing I have to remember is every every time like when I used to be a conservative Christian going to Sunday school that's how I grew up but that that just becomes so that just becomes so um, monotonous and held down and and restricted and and. Do 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 Christians do do religious people really believe in what they believe in? If so, why are they putting so much energy and time into spreading the word <laughs> and all these all these different things? And it's just kind of like like why why are we confining ourselves to these books, right? Why are we holding ourselves to these books where all these different scientific things? It can't be proven. Like it's just, it's just completely. Like the Earth is six thousand years old. There are no dinosaurs, <laughs> right? This and that. All these, all these theories. The entire Earth flooded. Like all these things, you just go, that's not possible. Jonah was eaten by a whale and lived. It's like, come on, come on. Like why are we being so? <laughs> How are we believing in so many things that you have to deny? 
You have to deny so much truth, so much uh, science. It's continuously denying the physics of the universe. So then that pushed me to atheism. And atheism, though, left me with a hole. It left me with a hole in myself. You know, just kind of like, like, how can we believe in nothing? And that was like the very first thought I had. Is there a possibility of nothingness? Literal nothingness. And then is there a possibility of forever eternalness? And to me, those two things clash. They clash. It's the Big Bang right there. Kabam. The first ball of energy. Um, the first soul is, is created in that nanosecond of time. And when you're talking about a nanosecond of time um, in the universe, literally living, um, according to scientists today, 14.6 billion years, 13.6 billion years, however long it's been. It's like, so the soul has been there. <clears throat> since the creation of time right and it's been it's been new, doing nothing but just creating more and more universes more and more uh, ways to experience all these universes and it just feels right it just feels right you know the evolution of the soul starts to really make sense once you start to become more spiritual start to open up to your inner self you know and and really just start to believe in yourself and i and i like that i love it i love it that i love it that that the idea of it is to believe in yourself you know <laughs> it's so simple you are the most powerful being in your own world you can create life you can take life away um you are in control of your own life you have free will everybody has free will and and it's life is just one giant experience and your soul wakes up from it even from the bad stuff your soul wakes wakes up from it it comes out of this physical world because you are the soul the main the thing that's hardest to to kind of come across is one of the main ideas is you are the soul you are not the physical being on this planet you are the soul so when I say, when people say you are living the dream, you are literally living the dream right now. Like that is what you are doing. You are, you are living the dream, <laughs> the dream that your soul is having right now. See, that's, that's the thing that people have to understand is that your soul wakes up from all this, even all the bad stuff. Even when people say, well, why would you so want to experience that? It's because it's an experience. Uh, some people relate it to um, giving birth, right? Some people re relate it to giving birth. It was such a painful experience, but yet a bunch of women wanted to do it again because the, the overall outcome of it is more positive, right? Having a child, having a family is a more positive experience than, than not. <laughs> and your soul is looking at this life and everything in th third dimensional realm and saying this is this is the experience that's what we're here for we're here to experience all these places that the first soul created it created all these multiple universes all these multiple dimensions and now it has to experience them in a biological simulation <laughs> that's what i'm trying to tell you and that's what i like i enjoy it i really do i enjoy the feeling of of this and it makes sense and um, I'm, 
I'm just going to keep keep going at it. And that's why I call my podcast my gift for you. It's a gift. You can take it, you can dismiss it. I have no I have no expectation of what you're going to do with this gift. You can completely deny everything that I say and we depart ways. Or you can say or you can ask me a question. You can continue. You can ask me a question. And we can just keep going on. And I'm going to do my best to explain every single aspect of it. If I don't have an answer, I'll search for it a little. If you really want to know the answer, I will take my time and help you find the spiritual question you're looking for. I will try and come up with something that helps you on your own spiritual journey. And maybe the information I'm looking for will come to me at a different point in time. Right? I, don't, I don't try and pressure it. I don't try and force it to come to me. I let the information come to me. And it'll, it'll come to me when needed. And maybe it'll come to you. Part of the spiritual journey is connecting to your own soul. And coming up with your own answers to some of these questions. And think about it. When you put it all together. And you really, and you really break it down. What is the real difference between humans uh, uh, who live here and humans who live over there, right? We're all here on the same planet trying to do the same journey, trying to go through life, trying to figure everything out, trying to experience everything that we can experience. And, and that's life. And once you realize, once you realize one thing, one, one of the biggest things that, that I've, I liked since this spiritual journey has started is all representations, all, all religious representations of God are trying to represent the same God. All versions of religion are represent, representations of the one and the all, the all and the one. It's all, it's all representing the same oversoul. So therefore, no versions of religion are false. Now, the spirituality would say a lot of it has been rewritten incorrectly, it's been rewritten for for greed reasons. <laughs> it's been rewritten for power reasons. If you notice, that's what a huge huge thing of re- the huge problems of religions are is. Um, it, it it it's for greed. It's for power. It's for manipulation, and that's where you don't want religion to be. But that's why religion and spirituality is an individual thing. How do you want to experience life? Is an individual thing. And then once we all experience ourselves, all that information that is collected together is then brought together to one oversoul. Is brought together to one moment of 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 it, it all goes to the main oversoul. <laughs> it all goes to the acoustic records. It all becomes a collective. The collective of our experiences becomes it's, it's, it's becoming the most powerful being of all time. The Oversoul. But we're all part of it. We're all connected to it. We all have a connection to the Oversoul. And that's the thing. We all have a connection to the Source. So really, when we all join together and, and find our highest self, we find our greatest passion, we, we find out who we actually are, that is, that is the ultimate gift. It's the ultimate prize is is one day you will experience all the different experiences that are that are needed to to experience kind of like that thing the guy was the bar saying we're going to experience life as as 
each person we've ever met. Wouldn't that be crazy? Boy, could you imagine? Like that, 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 that would take a long time. Good thing, good thing time isn't actually real. It's, it's all happening here and now, and time is a, is a construct of a third dimensional world. That's all it is. It's a construct of the third dimensional world. Anyways, so the next time an atheist asks you for proof, and you are on a spiritual journey, you are trying to go through the spiritual journey, the next time a religious person says, uh, your spirituality doesn't match Jesus, say, hey, that's fine. You can give the same answer to both of them. That is fine. This is my spiritual journey. If you don't want to believe it, don't believe it. If you want to learn more about it, don't attack me with dumb questions. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out together. And if you don't want to believe it, then don't believe it. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want it, don't don't take it. If you don't like what I'm saying, and you just let them be. Because ultimately, taking your energy and trying to force it on to, uh, upon somebody, trying to force your beliefs upon somebody, is one of the most negative things you can do. It means I don't believe in my spiritual journey. That's what it means. I don't believe in my spiritual journey. We can sit here and argue about it all day long, but I just don't have the time. If you really want to know about it, I'll be here for you. If you don't want to know about it, then it's not worth my time. We just go on with the rest of our lives, with the rest of our day. And the day that you come to me and ask me the real question, I will give you my best answer. I will always give you my best answer. But if the only argument you can say to me is, where's the proof? If the only argument you can say to me is, where is the proof? I would say, start by looking inside yourself. And you will slowly find the proof and the evidence you need. I can't give you a tangible piece of proof. I can't do it. I don't feel like I have to. I feel like if you really, truly want the truth, you can search for it. Start talking to your soul. Start talking to your highest self. Start believing in the dreams you have as being communication from your soul. Start by just thinking, hey, what else is out there? Where did our thoughts come from? What is a soul? I mean, even if you don't believe in souls, like, what would a soul be? Does your definition of a soul, what's your definition of a soul? Anyways, one of the biggest things you can do is try and prove yourself wrong. Try and say, well, <clears throat> just start with the very, very, very beginning. You're here, then what? Then you do this entire life, and then you die, and that's it, that's nothing? Then you better start living your life like tomorrow is your last day. Every single day. <laughs> and never sit down and just relax a little because because you, you are running out of time very very quickly. How can we how how can how can eighty years of our life really be about it? And that's if you're lucky. That's if you're lucky. You know? Sit down and think to yourself, now where did that energy go? People say energy can never be destroyed. You know how hard it is to to destroy energy. It's it's not it's not really possible to destroy energy, right? Nothing can be created, or nothing matter matter can't be created nor dest nor destroyed. It can only change forms. So in my mind, the soul 
it 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 grabs onto you it lives that life and then changes forms and becomes something else right it's even said that trees trees talk to themselves too amongst themselves too um so so somehow the tree has energy the tree has life right if you think that tree is alive how is it alive it's got to be something a tree has to have a soul plants have to have souls the earth has to have a soul. The earth is a living being as well. Many scientists have, have even said the earth is a living being. Start with the science. You could start with the science of it all. You tell me. And if you don't want to talk about it, if, if, if only thing is this is is going to be an argument, then I'm done. I'm not putting my precious time and energy into arguing with someone over nothing. <laughs> right? It doesn't make sense. And the same thing, the same thing with the super religious. I'm not going to spend my precious time and energy arguing with you and confining ourselves to a book. Confining ourselves to the definitions inside of a 2,000 year old book. And I say only 2,000 year old book. (laughs) You know, I'm going all the way back to the acoustic records. I'm going back to the things that represent my soul. And that that's what I think it is. And there we have it, guys. DJ <laughs> knocking stuff over right at the end of my podcast. Uh, D- DJ podcast, David James. Uh, let's take you back to the 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 African jungle sounds. I really like those. <laughs>